0: Thank you for doing it into the Katie K9 Show. Oh, I'm a poet in Illinois. Isn't that cool? I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Look at me. And that was original too. <laughs> and it was. It was original. All right. Let's see. Why
1: can't you trust what a baby chick says? Think about it. Think about it. I want to say something with peeping. Right. Something close. totally close. Ch- chirping. Uh, um, Cock I don't know. is cheap. Oh. Okay. There we go. Keep, 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 keep. That was the end because they're peepers. Peepers. Yeah, (laughs) something like that.
0: There you go. There you go. All right. All right, folks. We better go to the... uh, We got Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet here. And how can they get a hold of you, Dr. Levy? Uh, Through my website
1: at holistic-vet-care.com. All righty then. Let's head to the phone lines. Sounds good. So we're going to talk to Tammy and Tammy has a question about a cat that's licking her daughter's ears. Oh, the
0: daughter's ears. Okay. Yep. We were thinking other cat ears is what we yeah. were thinking. No. Okay. No. I just say this is one loving cat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi, Tammy. How you doing?
2: I'm good. Thank you. Good. How old I've is... I've had you?
0: cats my entire life. I've
2: never had one that does this consistently. How old? Almost every night. How old
0: is the cat? The cat is under a year. Okay. And then how old is your daughter? She is seven. Seven. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just think personally that you know that the year she's a, basically a kitten, you know, and then sometimes just like what dogs do, they lick for, uh, well, you know, as a pacifier. Yeah, you know, for calm themselves. Yeah, for yeah. comfort. And, and I'm sorry, but sometimes ears kind of stink, <laughs> so your cat might think they need to be cleaned. Oh, okay. okay. What do you I think, Doctor Jess?
3: Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's pretty reasonable. I mean, I you know how you have. um Yeah, you can get cats who kind of need when they're need their paws when they're on you and and sometimes they'll like lick one spot on your body and their tongues are so rough Rough. that it's not long till it hurts Hurts. yeah um and i used to have a cat who would do that and then she would you know kind of suck on my arm or something like that and i don't know you know she was a little kitten when i got her and -hmm. so maybe it does have something to do with them being away from their moms too soon i don't know but yeah it's something that you see when they're young typically
0: yeah so, yeah, so that would be the guess. Uh, the only thing is, is, does your daughter, how long do you, do you allow it to happen, or how how does it go? Well, she will
2: be sleeping, and once it wakes her up, she's thrown it off the bed, but she, she, the cat will come back. Yeah. And okay. Then they have to get up and move the cat out of the bedroom completely. All
0: right. Yeah, I would break the cycle. The, the cat has it's become a habit. So, if okay. possible, I would tire the cat out at night. Uh, first of all, because a lot of cats that wake up at three, well, we just had a discussion this morning. Uh, a lot of cats that wake up at two, three o'clock in the morning is because they slept all day. All right. They're nocturnal. They want to go fun and have some. So, they come scratching at your door and meowing. And then you think, oh my goodness, they're hungry. No, they're bored. And so, they're trying to get you to interact. Whereas, you the tire them out where they stay have to stay awake during the day more. They like put a bird feeder outside a window and then a cat floor to see cat. A ceiling cat tree with different levels so the cat can sit and observe the birds or the squirrels outside. Now they're not sleeping, they're staying awake, all right? And then, like, <clears throat> Let's say you go to bed about ten, you know maybe about seven thirty, eight o'clock. Get out some feathers and have the cat chase some feathers, or get out a laser and have the cat chase some laser. Never on a dog, but on a cat is okay. And never just turn the laser off; you always have it go around behind something. But get the cat tired so that then now all of a sudden, you know, what I mean, when it's when lights are out, they're 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 pooped. And I would shut the door, and hopefully that the cat will go sleep somewhere. You know, break the cycle. Uh, or put her in a kennel next to your uh, daughter's bed. Uh, you know, just kind of a break the cycle of what she's trying to do right now. And that's what the cycle is or the habit that's forming is you go lay down and I go lick your ear.
2: <laughs> no, that's perfect. Thank you so
0: much. Okay, good luck. Keep us posted.
3: Yeah, that is kind of what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, my little cat, Charlie, who I got from my friend who passed away this mm-hmm. spring. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, she waits until I'm kind of snuggled up in bed, and then for one thing, she puts her face right in mine. mine which, yeah. Her face is furry and has yeah. whiskers. Yeah, so you know, right there, tickle, I'm awake. tickle, tickle. <laughs> yeah, and then she looks my nose. Hello, yeah, Hello. That's just a cat thing to yeah. do. Yeah, I have and like to kind a,
0: of shoo her away from my face. Yeah, see, like I say, most cats sleep all day, and so then they, they 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 want to be busy at night. And so the thing is, is that tire the cat out. And I can't say enough, you know, something, maybe, I know they got cat channels or something on TV where the cat can sit and watch things. Okay, try that. You know, just the whole thing is, is keep the cat up and doing something Mm -hmm. during the day so that when you, when it's nighttime, now they want to go to sleep and curl it because they've been busy all day. It doesn't have to be every second of every daylight, but just other than just sleeping all day.
1: Right. All right. Okay. Who's up? Okay. We're going to talk to Barb. And Barb has a question about her dog that's burying the butcher bone. All right. Hi Barb, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good, Katie.
2: How are you? Good, good. So I I I have a dog Stella. You've met Stella and I've called about Stella and she um I try to give I give her butcher bones, you know? Mhm. Not the smoked, but the raw butcher Excellent. bones.
4: Excellent.
2: And Lately, she doesn't want to eat them. She just wants to bury them. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Sometimes if a dog is full, you know, then they they bury it for uh, another time when they're not full. (laughs) And see, that's why I give, the only time I give my dogs the raw butcher bones is put them in the kennel. And so then, you know, if they don't, if they are in there, sometimes they'll try to bury them in the bedding in the kennel and then look at me like, okay, I'm ready to come out and we haven't chewed at the bone. Well, apparently you don't. So I open up the kennel, grab the bone, put it in the fridge and try it a couple of days later is what I do. And so that's why, but most dogs, if they're, they're full and they're right. not hungry, they're just going to save it for later. That's what right. nature is Yeah.
3: And basically what I find that most people do is they'll feed the dog and then give Get the butcher bone. bone. Dogs do not need dessert. Okay. that butcher bone is your dog's dinner. meal, right? That, that is dinner. Mm-hmm. And that will kind of, um, you know, prevent them from doing that. Also when I give my dogs those big bones, so for one thing, it's their meal mm-hmm. and I do not let them take them out in the yard. Right. Right. Because basically, well,
2: when- I've, what I've done is I've had her on a chain so uh-huh. that she can't, can't. Right. And then the last time, this was a few nights ago, Uh Um, and we're introducing a cat into the house. So I had the baby gate up in the kitchen, and I had the dog in the kitchen eating her bone, and I came home. She had knocked down the baby gate, and she had taken her bone and buried it in the couch.
3: Yeah. Yeah, if if she's not hungry enough to eat it, then use it. It's a meal replacement, not a snack, not a dessert. Right. Okay, so she's just... All oh, right. Well,
0: maybe yeah, so that'll d- help solve it, huh? Oh yeah, but that's but the thing is, is don't give them too off. There again, like feed uh, them a light. If you know they're getting getting a bone tonight, or uh, let's say uh, tonight you're going to give them a bone, okay? And you knew that yesterday, give them a light breakfast, and so they're a little bit more hungrier when dinner comes tonight. So that bone's going to look really nice, okay. All right? Okay. And then okay. don't be giving them treats through the course of the day because, like I say, dogs. Yeah, eat, I don't really give her good. treats. Oh, really? good, good, good. But yeah, so, because that's what they do. They'll bury him in the couch, they'll bury him in the ground, they'll bury him in any. Like I said, uh, Gilligan the other night, you know, I uh, gave me his bone and he had had one about three nights prior. And I, so I gave it to him and I walked away and, I, and then all of a sudden I walked by again and he's standing there looking at me like, uh, and we're not chewing. And so then I look, and here he had buried it in his bedding. And it's like, okay, fine, get the message. I let him out, then I picked up the bone and put it back in the fridge. <laughs> okay, so, well, I just thought it was hilarious. I oh never yeah. heard of such a thing. Yep, you got to think like a dog sometimes. And that's why I if, guess, you ate, if you're guess. not hungry right now, we'll save it for later. Cause they All right. You well, know you're going to feed them, but they don't. Okay, kiddo, have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. bye-bye. There you go. All right, where are we at? Okay. We can start another one if you'd okay. like. Well, I don't know. Should we wait till Andy? Andy, hold on till after, because other I hate to get, you know get started yes. with him and then have to go to break. So Andy, hold on, and, and then we'll take this other call and then we'll go uh, come back to Andy. Okay, who's up next?
1: So we have Michelle on the line, and Michelle has a question about her dog that will not eat in front of his humans anymore.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for asking. Good, good. So, what is uh, what kind of dog? So she is
5: a she's a big mix. I have Siberian Husky, uh, Blue Heeler, uh, Terrier, oh. Boxer, and Poohound.
0: Okay, yeah, that you did a DNA testing. I sure did. Yeah, alrighty then. <laughs> so, what does he closely look like? Um. Well, she looks like a German Shepherd. Okay. And then, how old? Uh, she's one year and about three months. Okay. And so then when did she start not, not money to eat in front of you? Um, about the last month or two. Okay. So what is your schedule for feeding? Um, it's kind of random.
5: We have like off shift jobs. So, okay. I mean, she gets fed about three times a day, morning, middle of the day, and then usually pretty late at night.
0: Okay. Uh, you don't need three times a day. Twice is just fine. Because if you okay. feed them three times a day, then you have a tendency to overfeed and they get fat. <laughs> Okay. oh yeah well we don't want that right and so then now so you put so you put the, the food in the dish and then what happens yep.
5: um she if it depends if we walk away okay. she'll start eating it but if we're standing there like in the kitchen with her she just will just sit there
0: oh really and do you say it's mm-hmm. okay you know chow's up or give yep. her the say no
5: oh okay yep, we do yep okay go ahead eat you know we'll like. I'll kind of put my hand in the bowl and like stir it around and or I'll
0: like feed her a couple of nuggets and mm-hmm. Okay. If, but if we're in the room, she just won't eat. Okay. Just, just become calm. First of all, go down to two feeding times, okay? Uh okay, Because yeah. if they're not hungry, you know, you're more important. You know, the kids want to play instead of eat. Yeah. All right? And so that's it. But yeah. if you leave, but they realize, oh, you're not going to play with me, well, then I guess I'll eat. <laughs> okay? And then keep your hands and stuff like that out of the dish. Uh Because if, okay. so if you sat down and eat a hamburger and you're not eating it, eating it fast enough, in my opinion... And I come over and start flipping, come on, eat this, come on, hurry up, let's eat this. You know, after a while, you okay. might get a little ticky, you know, like, leave my food sure. alone. So if you don't make an issue with it, then, you know what I mean, uh, just put the food dish out, and you might be feeding too much, just for the fact that okay. if the dog well, is not yeah, hungry, sounds like it, yeah. you're Right. if the dog is not hungry, then he can diddle-daddle with his dish. But most dogs, if they got a good appetite, the minute you say, chow's up, pew, they're, they're into it, right there. They don't care who's in the room. <laughs> right. And so I would try that, cut down, you know, and Cut back to uh, two feeding times a day, one in the morning, one at night. Now, um, okay. what food are you feeding?
5: Oh, it's like the Petco hold.
0: Okay. Make sure you do rotation. You know, sometimes do chicken, sometimes do lamb. Yeah. Is it, yep, a, dry, is do, it a dry Yeah, food? we do
5: different flavors, but we've been trying to stick with the same brand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is it dry food? Yeah. It
3: is dry food. Yeah. Are you we fe- were wondering, are you- I'm
5: like, well, maybe we should give her some wet food in the oh, mix. Okay. Not in the mix, but.
3: Well, wait. Are you feeding her like the same amount of food that you were feeding her two months ago? Yes. Yeah. So now you have a dog who's sort of like she grew, right? But now she's Mm -hmm. probably plateaued and she probably does not need as much food as she did a couple of months ago.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah. When when you feed a growing puppy.
0: Okay. Why don't you hold on to that thought? We'll finish this up when we get back and then we'll get to Andy about the harvest towel. Okay. Okay. What is black and white, black and white, black and white, black and white splash? We'll be right back. He, he's going nuts over there. That's pretty good. Good, good, good. Carly loves that. Get that. Move that. Move that. Okay. What is black and white? Black and white. Black and white. Black and white. Splash.
3: Hello. A newspaper? That, that was de- <laughs> no. It's a zebra <laughs> rolling
0: down a hill into a pond. Oh, you're close. Oh, okay. It's a penguin. It's a penguin rolling down an iceberg into water. Oh, yeah. Black and white, black and white, black and black. Splash! Yeah. Okay.
3: I get it. Zebras that, do it too.
0: There you go. Zebras, <laughs> they don't run.
3: Yeah, the newspaper is what's black and white like and red, red all over. All over. Why right. is it red all over, though? Red. Because you oh, read
1: it. you read I've it. I've never known what that meant. <laughs> I thought it was the color. Oh. Oh. You know what another one is? Was black and white and red all over?
0: What? Sunk with diaper rash.
1: Oh, that's kind of oh. funny.
0: Oh. But anyway, okay, we like people here. Sorry. Anyway. Okay, let's finish up with Michelle. <laughs> that was good. I liked it. There you go. Dogs at, okay, uh, Michelle, you still with us? I am. All right, go ahead. Uh,
3: oh, okay, I so this. so what I'm saying is that when you feed puppies, um, you feed them kind of gargantuan amounts of food that you would never feed them as an adult. And so at some point, oh. when they have reached, like your dog is probably not full grown at just over a year. But she might have hit mm-hmm. like a growth plateau. And then okay. it, it's time to dial it back.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, people pe- keep feeding their dog like a puppy and they wonder why all of a sudden they're fat or in, or that the dog, you know, like I say, is uh, being picky with their food because right. they're not hungry.
3: Yeah. Oh, exactly. And so, okay. So, so so that's that makes like, sense. Well, she's just not like, if we're
5: there, she cares more about us than the food, obviously. Correct. But if we're not there, then she's like just going to eat it. Yeah.
3: Right. It could be that. Or it could also be that. Um, You know, maybe she's a little bit intimidated. Like, you know, sometimes dogs are intimidated by, uh, like, men with deep voices or people who are loud or something like that. Well, I was
5: just wondering, yeah, we thought that maybe too, but then, like, why did that just start? Uh,
3: Because there could be a frightening experience. If you feed your dog in the kitchen and then one day while the dog, you know, as the dog is starting to eat, you drop a pot on the floor and it makes a loud crashing noise then you may find that your dog will no longer eat if you feed it in the kitchen. So, you know, any kind of mentally traumatic experience... Right. can cause a behavior change. And we're looking at our dogs like, why are you like this now? You were never like this before. But see, I had a right. dog that yeah. uh,
0: when we moved into our house, there was no trees in the yard. And where I came from a ho- house that, you know, had trees and, you know, oak trees all over the place. And I didn't realize that she always went behind the tree to go potty. And so here, you know, I let her out to go potty. There's no trees. <laughs> no yeah, she stood there and looked at me like, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so anyway, so I just stuck a shovel in the ground. And in her mind, that was <laughs> enough to go behind Oh, and, and so, But okay. like I also told you, see, like, you say that, you know, by you being in the same room, you know, there might be a, a just, a, a, you know, they go through as a mature, mentally mature, they go through different phases. And this might just be a phase also where as you're looking at me, you're looking at me. I just want to eat in peace. You're looking at me. And by leaving gives her the peace now to eat, just like, you know, Nikki and that shovel and no trees. You right.
3: know, like I can't go because there's nothing for me to go behind. You know what right. I mean? And typically, like when I feed my dogs. I'll, if I, if I'm using their dishes, I will put the dish sort of in a corner so that they're facing the corner Uh instead of like putting the dish in the middle of the room. And then the dog has to eat in the middle of the room while people are walking around and bumping into the dog and, you know, moving its tail out of the way. You kind of want to give them privacy. Yeah. A little bit of um, like, just like a quiet space where they can eat and not be bothered, Mm -hmm. even if it's just a corner of the kitchen. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yes, our kitchen is a
5: very
0: busy place. Yeah. So, so yeah, feed yeah. it where it's calm, because you know we don't like to eat where it's busy. It's like, well, everybody is sitting out want I eat.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And, and, and yeah. And, yeah. I, yeah. Never
0: thought and, and of it that way.
3: Yeah, especially if you have a dog like my little mini golden doodle. Mm-hmm. He does. He doesn't like when the other dogs get close to his dish. He doesn't want them looking at him while he's eating. Mm-hmm. So I put him in kind of a corner, you know, between one of the litter boxes and a wall, so that he's sort of protected by those areas and i put his dish in the very corner Mm -hmm. and that way he can't really be approached while he's eating oh nice
0: okay yep so that's when you have multiple togs you got to think like that so that's what i would do i would cut back on the food because he's you know starting to slow down the growth okay not growing as much so he needs less food and then um like i said privacy and uh yeah don't take it personally (laughs) okay Okay. (laughs) i needed to hear that last thing that's what i really needed to hear there you go okay have a grand day thanks for the call Bye. Thanks you well. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Bye bye. All right, there you go. People take things so personally. I just kind of look at the dog, going whatever, and move on.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just have to accommodate them. Yeah. Oh, I
0: know it. Okay, we have Andy that's been patiently waiting. She, and We're going to run to Mister Andy, and it's the Harvest Howl that's Miss coming Andy. up. Mister, A- what? Miss Andy. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. that. Got Andy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> now, didn't? Wasn't there another Andy? Wasn't there another Andy that worked up there? Well, um, uh, you I know, that I, was a while back. Sure. He used to work. Well, he used to work at uh, White Bear Animal Control. I would have swore his uh, name was Andy. I, I, You know what? I'm not sure. Oh, well. OK. I figured as, I figured as soon as I started talking. you There know, you go. I pick I was, up on so. him. Yeah. I'm, OK, I'm we got Miss Andy, that. not Mr. <laughs> there you go. No worries. No worries. <laughs> OK, the harvest hey. annual harvest is coming up. Yes. So what's yes. going on? Um,
6: so the the Harvest Howl um, is at the Wildlife Science Center, and as we've um, spoken about before, they moved from their Forest Lake location um, up to um, lots of land up by in, up by Stacy, and it's kind of in between Wyoming and and uh, and Stacy, and it's it's really cool. I'm not sure if you've made it out no, there yet. No, I
0: still have. How many acres are they on now? Oh gosh, it must be like 27 or so. Wow, nice. I don't know that all of them are
6: viable because there's a lot of swamp oh, okay. around okay. them, yeah. but okay. what a perfect place to yeah. have wild animals no okay, um, okay. compared to where it's they actually, were
0: it was like you know on a two acre <laughs> <laughs> yeah well so. it's, it's
6: pretty awesome because um we actually have our vendors for this event um can actually drive and park on the in the compound oh, That's nice. large it so that yeah so nice. it's actually really cool and we have a great variety of, of vendors um the event is saturday october 6th mm-hmm. so it's coming it's up coming up this weekend. saturday you bet yeah, from 11 to 4, and um, we have a lot of uh, different vendors, as I mentioned, um, and uh, lots of different educational demonstrations, um, reptiles and raptors right. and wild racing. and, of course, Peggy's going to do a wolf howl at the end of, of the event, which is <laughs> awesome. being in the middle of all of the wolves once they all start howling is, is pretty amazing.
0: Yes, it is.
6: I know when I used to have a TV
0: show a long time ago, uh, Peggy, when she first started with the wildlife, Research that her, The um, had her on, and she had a dog that was a husky mix. You know, it wasn't a wolf hybrid, but it was a husky mix. But everybody thought it was a, uh, you know, a wolf hybrid or a wolf. You know, and she yeah. Uh, in the in the, this is back in ninety I see, ninety four ninety five I think ninety five or ninety six. But anyway, and and so she starts howling, and I'm like, really? And, you know, we're on TV, right? And by gosh, that dang dog didn't start howling like that. It was really, it almost gave me the chills. It really did. And we're yeah. just we're in a TV studio. I could only imagine what the feeling is when you're you're outside howling with the wolves <laughs> yes
6: Yes. It's pretty amazing. I have herding dogs and their reaction is, you know, danger, danger. run! It's pretty amazing. And the wildlife science center is actually very dog friendly. So even people who come to the event, you can bring your dog on leash,
0: of course. And make sure you always put in your literature, no retractable leashes, only six foot leash or a four foot leash, but no retractables. Yeah.
6: Yeah, Those are, those are, those can be pretty dangerous. You got that right. Yes. (laughs) Um, but, um, Admission is um, ten dollars for adults, um, eight dollars for kids, mm-hmm. and um, our our booth vendors are actually we have a lot of fun things, and um, in, including a few different dog rescues. So we're really happy to have them with us. Um, but boy, you they talk about having something for for everyone, everything from tie dyed T-shirts to cookies to a food truck to. Oils and Tupperware, and it's, it's oh my Tupperware really, has made it to the wolf <laughs> Really, ec- really eclectic. It's really fun. I'm really excited about it. It'll be fun, and a lot of different um, crafters, actually, a lot of different specialty crafters.
0: Yeah, well, oh, that so, is really nice because, like I said, you're, yes. you're pretty tight in, the, in Forest Lake, and so I can only yeah. imagine what you guys have done with acres. <laughs>
6: yeah, it's 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 really amazing. You really need to make it out there. It's it's just, and they don't just have wolves; they have bears yep. and they have foxes and, um, uh, cats. And so it's, it's, um, and a lot, of course they're raptors. Um, so it's, it's a, it's pretty amazing place. And, and, and to think that they've done it all with no state or federal funding, um, it's all based on donations. So it's pretty awesome. And, um, if anybody wants to figure out how to get there, which, um, you probably will need to look online to find out how to get there because they are kind of tucked away in the woods a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> they can go to wildlifesciencecenter.org. Okay.
0: Well, dot org. Okay, wildlifescience Okay, good. that's what I yep. mess up all the time. Whether it's an org or a com. <laughs> oh,
6: yep. No, most nonprofits have the org, and okay. this is a nonprofit organization. Yeah. So, it's how long cool. is how long has it been around? Um, they actually started in nineteen
0: ninety one. Ninety one. Okay.
6: Yep. Sounds good. And so they're they're sort of an educational research sanctuary.
0: Yep. No, and I know some people that have had hybrids. They go up and talk to Peggy Callahan, who was awesome uh, about yes. that, you know, as far as, uh, yeah, danger stranger <laughs>
3: <Yep>. <laughs>
0: with, uh, with the wolf hybrids. But anyway, so this is a fundraiser. And then if they can't make it, they just want to donate to this great to uh, you great people up there. They just can go to wildlife science dot org just to donate also. Right.
6: Yep, absolutely. And, okay. and they always have um, tours on Saturday. They have tours at eleven and one. Oh, okay. So you can you can stop by every Saturday that they're not having an event mm-hmm. and go on a tour.
0: Now, how much are tours?
6: Um, I believe they're ten dollars. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm I don't work there. I'm okay. a volunteer. Okay. So I don't have um, all of the answers. Then go to admit. the
0: website, right? <laughs> and, yes, and the website
6: will be able to tell you exactly. And they do actually. They also host private events.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, they do. I forgot about yes,
6: that. Yes, and it's really fun. If you think about having a birthday party or something, talk about a great experience. Oh no, um, kidding!
0: That's our, fantastic. Um, I
6: have. a am a, a therapy dog owner, and our therapy dog group had an had an off leash event there a couple weeks ago, and it was lots of fun. Oh, the, dogs, nice. the, the dogs were had a blast. Oh, they I were, they, they were
0: tired of I was the just going to say I was just going to say that was mental stimulation over the top. So now the yeah. har- harvest Towel coming up this coming Saturday, October 6th, and if they want uh $10 to get in for adults and then if they want more information and directions they can go to the website which is www.wildlifesciencecenter.org. All right, so they are going to be food, fun and everybody's going to have a grand time and it's a great fundraiser, right? Yes. Okay, yes. kiddo Andy, take care. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Katie. Appreciate it. You betcha. Take, take, care. take care. Say hi to Peggy for me. Thank you. I will. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. There we go. But I was swore there was another Andy there. Oh, well. Okay. Why did the robin go to the library? Why did the robin go to the library? Be back. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in to the Katie Canine. She'll share in some of your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate all your listening ears and you can always get a hold of me up at Katie's Canine. You can go to mytalk1071.com go on the Katie Canine uh, page. Just type in K-A-T-I-E and then the letter K the number 9 and I'll bring you to my page and you can get onto my Facebook uh, and join me. I post a lot of cool things on that. Funny things. I'm all about la- laughing. No politics. No politics. All about laughing and learning is what it is. And then you can also get, uh, that's Facebook. You can also get a hold of my website and in the podcast if you want to podcast me anywhere you go someday i'll understand that okay why did the robin go to the library
3: um it has something to do with being red no okay no no what do robins eat what do robins eat seeds worms 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 uh, there it was a worm. Really? He was, he was, a was
1: looking for book? bookworms. bookworms. That, yeah, bookworms. That oh, okay. Good gravy! <laughs> I boy, to that, that was two a two toughie <laughs> That was a. We're tough really, one. we're really nailing it today, Doctor Jess. We got, <laughs> we're nailing it. <laughs> Wait, I want that on, on the heads
3: next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: good gravy. Okay, just a reminder:
0: Harvest Hall that we just talked about is this coming Saturday, October six. Go to Sci- wildlife science center uh, dot org uh, to learn more about that. We got the Wine and Wolf, October. Twentieth, uh, that's for, uh, the, for uh, downtown uh, Main Street uh, Stillwater, and that's a fundraiser for Second Chance Animal Rescue. And then uh, October fourteenth, I'm doing my show live at the Atlas Pet Supply in Blaine. So come on out. We have chairs where you can sit down and listen, and you can talk to me. I'll be there three to four, uh, from three p.m. to four p.m. Q&A or questions, or just say hi and meet your pepper. Remember, anytime you bring your puppers out, please keep them on a, lo- a short line. Do not ever, ever use your retractable leash off of your property. It's fine if you go potty, if they go potty, because then they don't pee on the leash or potty on the leash. But otherwise, a retractable leash never leaves your home. All right? Okay, so much for the soap opera box. Okay, let's uh, let's go to the phone line, and then me and Je- Jess we have
1: got some stuff to talk about. Okay, we're going to talk to Deb, and Deb has a question about mall walking with her dog in the winter all right hi deb how you doing i'm doing great katie how are you good good, good. okay um i have um my dog is uh
4: skylar you you've met her before oh, yeah. yeah and she's she's a rottweiler uh, mm-hmm. Staffordshire mm-hmm. terrier yep. and uh, she's 65 pounds now mm-hmm. she's four and a half years old and i like to take her on walks because mm-hmm. i want her to stay in good shape right um, well, last winter, and she's always had this, um, she's somewhat aggressive. I'm sorry. she's She gets really excited Worked when up. she sees <laughs> other dogs, but she's not aggressive. Right. Um, and so last winter, in the fall, they started this winter Walmart walking, and we thought this is going to be great because we can, you know, we're not in the snow and the ice, and we right. can take her in, and when we went, I mean, there's hundreds of dogs. Yeah. Well, it was like a kid in a candy store. She just gets, she Amped pulls up. her eyes glaze over. Mm-hmm. And so my thought was, keep going. <laughs> keep keep working at it. Um, I thought this was good training for her. Well, it, it it didn't get any better. And, in fact, in the spring when we stopped going, um, she had kind of developed this habit of going after other dogs. Okay. So uh, for the rest of the summer now, I we we stopped doing that, even though con- they continued it, and I continued taking her outside, walking in parks, no off leash parks. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. and it seems to be getting a little better. So my question for you is, should I go back and try it again?
0: Okay, a question for you: Are you what are you using for a training collar, or uh, what? Are
4: you? you you um I, I got a Star Mark
0: collar okay. from you. Okay. But now that she's bigger and more weight behind it, you yeah. might want to try a, uh, a, a pinch collar. A pinch. Okay, yeah. I have one of those, too. Yeah, and remember, you want it to slide on and slide off. You don't want it to be tight, okay? Right, right. Because, you, um, yeah, that's most people make their mistake. I would go to that because that is a little bit more of a hello moment, mm-hmm. all right, that you're not restraining her. Okay. And then I guess my thing is I would rather bring a chair... And then sit down and just kind of go off to the side where she can see everybody, mm-hmm. and maybe to the corner where there's nothing behind her, and get her desensitized that way of watching people go by. Just tell people, you know what, we're training right now, just walk on by. Okay. And so, because sometimes when you, because now when you're inside, you're enclosed, okay? And that feel, there's a lot, there's a lot different feeling, you know, when you're in a building and meeting people or dogs or whatever than it is in the great open sky, okay? Wow, okay. And the big thing is, too, is where's my exit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right? And well, so... That- And so I would take a chair and just kind of sit, like, you know, know, so people walk by and don't go by the heaviest, busiest part. Mm -hmm. What you're going to do is go, you know, to one that is, you know, the path less used. (laughs) Yep, yep. So she could see and stuff like that. And then your goal is is that you can eventually maybe walk where the path is less used Mm -hmm. and then go sit back down again and just slowly desensitize her. And because everybody, when they're in, whether they're out there in the parks walking or in the mall walking, can our dogs meet? Mm -hmm. And everybody knows that I'm a huge proponent. No. <laughs> yep. And because otherwise, then the dogs think they got to meet every dog they see, and they get hysterical when they can't, mm-hmm. and then they're te- they're pulling their owners to go see that. That's what she does. Yep. And so it's like no, 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 no. And so anyway, uh, but yeah. So that's what I would do. And some dogs uh, prey drive. You know, when things move is more heightened than other dogs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have ever. They look stupid, but have you ever heard of a calming cap? No. Check it out online, okay? Oh. It's, it's called a combing cap. And what it is, is that it, if you would, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you ever did this. I did. I did. Uh, my mom's um, pantyhose. You mm-hmm. take it, you put it over your head because your face looked goofy, oh. you know, in it. <laughs> so, okay. Yep. But what it does, though, is that everything was muted. You know, the colors were muted. Lighting was muted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you, di- you know, didn't see th- the same stuff, all right? Okay. And, so this is, for, this is for a dog and it's a cap? Yeah, it's called a combing cap. Okay, with a P. No, cap. C-A-P. Yeah, yeah, the cap. Okay, yeah. calming cap, ah. and they they look ridiculous. But <laughs> uh, many dogs that have had issues with high, like moving things, mm-hmm. you know, dogs moving past them and stuff like that, it, it diffuses it so they don't see that and so they, they calm down. Wow. But first you've got to get them used to it, whereas you put it on, give them a treat, walk around, take it off, yay, yay, yay. You mm-hmm. want them to just uh, get used to it, that, uh, yeah, that you do wear it here there, not just where you need it, alright? Right. And so then eventually they just leave it alone and like I said, they look totally ridiculous, mm-hmm. but I'll see, I've seen it done wonders. For dogs that have a higher prey, you know, when there's a lot of action around Them and they just feel the need. They got to get to everything, and it just kind of really calms them down.
4: Well, it might it might look a little odd, but you know, I'm I'm about 110 pounds, and she's 65. (laughs) So, you know, when she takes me, she can take me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and so that's why I would get out of the star. The star mark is no longer using. You know, in that high of intensity, Mm -hmm. you need to amp up a little bit so that she just you know, there's a different feeling. So she's like, okay, okay, I'll listen. Okay, okay, okay. Instead of just blowing through that, you know, on a regular walk and not with so much around you. Yep. That might work just fine. But mm-hmm. but then, like I say, being that she's amping it up, you've got to take the next step. Cool. And the minute she leans into it, you give it a pop, uh-uh, just, then you have to stay very calm. Yeah. Just talk very, don't be petting her. Just right. stay very calm. Hey, just settle, just settle. Oh, you're doing nice. Look right. at you. What a buddy. Well, yeah, right. because
4: the star mark, you know, if like we, we just went to the park this morning for mm-hmm. about an hour walk and there was nobody else there and it, it keeps her just fine. Yep, you know, yep. she gets a little distracted, but one little "yay, yep. come over, come here. Um, it worked great. So, uh, so we just need to amp it up a little.
0: Well, yep. We just for the situation, you know, be prepared for the situation mm-hmm. that's coming up. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. That helps so much. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Good luck, kiddo. Let yep. me know how it works for you. I will take care. Bye. Bye. All right. The calming cap. Have you ever heard of that? Dr. Jess? No, I haven't. Oh, you should look at it. It is really, it's the most god-awful looking and the funniest thing you've ever seen. And you can't help but laugh when you put it on the dog. But man, I've seen it do just wonders wow. for dogs okay. that have just some just anxieties and such like that. Oh, that's mm-hmm. another thing. If you're listening, kiddo, maybe try some uh, hemp oil, you know, to, for calmness. That hemp oil seems, boy, some of the dogs uh, have been doing better on that than some of the other oils, you know, that, like through the... Uh, Combing, you know, like what Amy DeLong you know uses and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and so I don't know. There's there's different things out there, so you just got to go forth and try. Are we are we not in our head because it's like hello hello Kate shut up <laughs> okay dogs they, how how better is their smelling than ours how better is their smelling when they use their nose okay what how much better is it we'll, we'll talk when we get back. Hello. Okay, I'm looking at what Jess says. what did I do? I said, Oh, the smelling power of a dog's nose, okay? okay. How much more how how much more? <laughs> um how powerful it, powerful is a dog's nose over a human? How many like is it a thousand times How many times more? Yes, uh, five is times. A dog's nose you know, ten times ta- you know, yeah. How much more powerful is a dog's nose in humans?
1: Uh I don't know, a lot.
0: Yeah, a lot. You're very right. A hundred times Dr. More? Jess? Oh, gosh. Five
1: hundred no. times? Thousands. Thousands? A
0: hundred thousand times. Oh, my times. goodness. Okay. Better than our nose.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: That's unbelievable. They're always sniffing stuff. I know it. I know it. And that's why people, those of you that are using diffusers, remember when we had Amy DeLong on, the the guru or the certified oilist for pets and animals in general? And she said, if you have a diffuser, number one, use a fraction of the drops that you're supposed to. Number two, only do it for maybe two hours a day, if that. And because it's really the scented candles and all the scenting stuff to make our houses smell good is overpowering to many, many dogs. And so that's why, like I say, people, 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 you know, uh, yeah, it just, yeah, we all want our house to smell nice. Well, then, bo- like right now, boil some apple. I got some apple cider vinegar. I Apple cider. I did that again. I uh, came in and I said, anybody wants some apple cider vinegar? You know, the people <laughs> that came in yesterday, uh, hot apple cider vinegar. And they're all looking at me like, yeah, no, not so much. And now I realize, oh, no, no, no. Just have a- Hot apple cider, just hot apple cider with cinnamon in it. (laughs) And that can make your house smell good. And it's not, you know, prying on your dog's nerves. There's a lot of things that you can boil that, you know, or that make your house smell instead of the diffusers and all this chemical stuff. So,
1: Okay, let's take the last call for the day. Hopefully we'll get it in. Yes, and it's Shannon, and she has a question about canine seizures. Okay, Shannon, we're winding it down, so make it quick. What could I do for you? I'll make it quick. I have an 8-year-old boxer who up
7: until about 6 months ago had normal health and then started collapsing after vigorous exercise playing with other dogs and would have what I classified as a seizure. Our vet sent us to the U of M to get a full cardiac workup, thinking it was cardiac-related, and everything came back normal. Do Can you have seizures based on just vigorous exercise and nothing else?
3: Ahead, um, I guess you could. It seems really unusual. Did they? Uh, did the cardiology unit then turf you to neurology?
7: They haven't
3: yet. We're just at the point where they've sort of finished up. They they did a
7: full, you know, EKG, holter monitor, and blood work, and everything came back perfect. The seizures have been happening about once a month, and they're getting much worse. Uh-huh. You know, he's he's defecating himself. He's Ooh. It, it's, really, it's really sad, and it only happens after he's running around playing in the yard with the neighbor
3: dog. No yeah. other time. I mean, it, it could be a seizure, but there's a lot of neuromuscular disorders out there that, you know, it could potentially be something like myasthenia gravis is uh, a weird one that can happen later in life. Um, and so there's like a specific test for that. And I don't know who does that. I don't know if that belongs to the neurology department or to internal medicine. But somebody at the university should be able to do a test like that. Okay. and With
7: with some of those tests, you have to put the dog under. Would you feel comfortable
3: putting an 8-year-old boxer under? Um, Well, it kind of depends on what kind of test you're talking about. I mean, myasthenia gravis, I think, is a blood test. Okay. um, Because they're measuring uh, acetylcholine or something like that. Um, You know, you measure one of the neurotransmitters. And now I'm like way out of my depth and don't yeah. actually know what I'm talking about. Um, but, you know, it kind of depends. You can decide at each juncture. I mean, you know, the neurologist might say, listen, you know, your dog seems neurologically appropriate right now in order to see what's going on inside his brain. Then you would have to put him under anesthesia and do an MRI. And yeah, so, what? Um, <laughs> and then, you know, you just have to kind of decide at each step do I want to spend that kind of money? What is the risk to my dog versus the benefit? You know what? Yep. What might we learn from this versus, you know, what trauma is going to be caused to the dog? Okay.
0: Well, also, do diet plays, and do you do annual shots or regular shots? Um,
7: yes, we do regular shots, but we have listened to you and we have changed up the diet um, to something a bit better and and not grain free. Okay. Um, and so we're 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 only a month into that.
0: Okay. So. But see, the thing is, is that when's the last time you had shots? Um. Uh, this
7: winter, so almost a year. Okay,
0: because one thing you got to remember is, uh, remember, boxers are muscle dogs, okay? And so the thing is, is vaccines really play hell on their system. And so the thing is, because they don't have any fat to absorb the toxins and, well, vac- over-vaccinations anyway, is, uh, and, uh, Dr. S., you can step in any time you want here. And then also, too, you know, like with feeding and then, you know, special uh with probiotics, digestive enzymes, you know, mean, getting him overall healthy. But to me, if you're still doing vaccines that, you know, after eight years, have you been doing it every three years or what have you been doing?
7: Yeah, yeah, we've been stretching it out, Yeah.
0: Okay, because, well, so vaccines yeah, are... So, uh,
3: so now's your opportunity to quit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, when, once you have a dog who has an unexplained collapsing disorder, I mean, it's unexplained right yeah. now because nobody's yep. figured out what it is yet. So, yeah, don't be doing that. Because you can't mess up his system further while you're trying to figure out what's setting it off in the first place.
0: Okay. And so did he have also, a rabies shot this past winter? Not
3: this, no, not this past winter. Okay. We're on. So so when he when he collapses, when he falls down, what does he do exactly?
7: He um, he will collapse onto his side and his his legs will sort of wither and shake and Uh similar to what a a seizure in a human would be. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's his eyes are open, but you can tell he's not there. They last about 30 seconds and then he snaps back and for the most part is is OK, gets up and
3: normal. Yeah, I think you'd have to have him tested for myasthenia gravis. Um and that spell it. You want to spell myasthenia gravis? <laughs> um M Y A S T H E N I A.
0: Okay. That's some sort of a test right there. Okay, you will have to replay the shoulders. But but, 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 it.
3: but, but yes. there's but there is a test for that and as far as I know it is a treatable condition. Um Oh. So it's one of these chronic one of these things that can come on later in life and I have no memory if anybody knows what causes it or what brings it on but you know modern medicine a lot of times does not ask why things happen so sure yeah so then your job is to uh what i would do is i would put this dog on a raw food diet i would get him off of dry food because you want to get the sugar out of his diet as well as the processed carbohydrates yeah and then oh. rehabilitate his intestines with fish oils which also help your brain function more normally Make sure that he's getting enough fat in his diet because surprise, surprise, your brain runs on fat and no, fat does not make you fat. Um, So uh, coconut oil, if you're going to feed a raw food diet, don't take the skin off anything. Don't cut the fat away. Um, Get him on a probiotic every day to help improve his gut health. And that's kind of where I would start. Yeah. And then you need to go to
0: dogsnaturallymagazine.com and also healthypets.mercola.com and start reading on over vaccinations things that can happen and can cause neurological disruptions okay so you got to look at the okay. big you got to look at the big picture here and don't be you know if they they push you one way say you know what I'll take that under advisement and do your own di- 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 due diligence you know just don't be a drone okay ask questions empower yourself what? okay
7: these are great great options thank you very much you
0: bet take care bye bye okay bye all right Dr. Jess of course we talked up 2 hours worth and it just flies by. So how can they get a hold of you Dr. Jess? Uh,
3: through my website at holistic-vet-care.com.
0: Carly is wonder as another yet wonderful week. I greatly appreciate all your you on the other side of the glass there <laughs> <laughs> hanging out and just hitting those buttons and answering them calls. Absolutely. So, it's that fun. That's so great. So hopefully you have a, a better week at school this thank week. Thank you. Yeah, yes, that, yes, yes. So you can only all the get vibes, better. Right? all the vibes there coming you my go. way please. There you go. And <laughs> thank you all for sharing your afternoon your Sunday afternoon with me. A great appreciate it once again you want to contact me go to my talk 1071.com go to my show page katie nine, and then you can podcast you can face you can face go to my facebook page or my website so i got classes starting up so uh check that out too i do consults you got a problem call me up at katie's nine. okay it's only 35 bucks okay have a great day don't hold your don't try there don't hide your dogs train them <laughs>